again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WHUTs after further review. We're back here on the airwaves and uh got a good show for you no frank today his voice is out uh celebrating a little bit too much with the team as they actually just concluded their season in michigan for high school boys basketball they start the tournament coming up so congratulations to him and the one or the bedford kicking mules that's just me and david on the on the phone lines today and david we start off with some baseball you know it's right around the corner march when march comes in you got the spring training coming up or actually really February, which really starts spring training, but March gets ramped up, and then in a few weeks, can you believe it, baseball season is here. Kind of modernizing the game a little bit, and you think that it could destroy the game of baseball. I don't I don't know see where that is going because, I mean, basically the average age of uh, baseball fans nowadays are people that actually watch or kind of in the late 40s, early 50s, and they need to basically accommodate for some of the younger fans or the fans will die out and I think the game will go away. But you have other thoughts as well. Please explain. Yeah, so there's three new, uh, three biggest changes in terms of what fans said that they want heading into the season, Major League Baseball, tinkering with it, Minor League Baseball, and now bringing it up to the show, um, particularly like, like you've said, um, to attract younger fans, you know, get that median age range down a little bit. They said they wanted more balls in play. They wanted action on the bases. They wanted better pace of play. So the three new changes this season, one that's kind of gotten the major headlines, the pitch timer. So, Which, by know, the way, has been used in minor league baseball. So if you've gone to a Mud Hens game here locally, you've seen the pitch clock. Yeah. And there was some tinkering with it, but the idea is um, they they want games to be faster, so it's not you know three and a half four hours. They want and a couple. I was listening to some recaps of Yankee spring training ball, and there are a couple games where they're averaging between two and a half hours and two hours and forty five minutes. So with the pitch timer, maximum of fifteen seconds, you have to pitch with the bases empty or twenty seconds with runners on. And then if you, you know, can't get the pitch, if you don't throw the ball within that time, it's either an automatic ball or a strike. But famously, there was some controversy early in spring training where, you know, bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, and pitch count violation, and the game ended in a tie, and everyone was just like, what the bleep? So that's that's one major, that's the biggest one that's gotten a lot of the publicity. The second is the shift, you know, Two inferiors on each side of the base. You have to have both feet on the dirt at the pitch release, which, you know, basically um, analytics and, you know, those kind of players have pretty much pushed back 
kind of those front offices because it's like, hey, if we know a guy can't hit here, why are we going to have, why are we going to put a player over this base? But the peers like, well, it's got to be two on each side just for you know, more, to quote unquote, show more athleticism and have more hits, which I can kind of see it, but it's also this era of baseball deal. You're going to hit a home run or you're striking out or you're walking. There are, there are no kind of structured out for a two-bagger like there was back in the mid-90s. Uh, and then the third major change, which I guess um, is for increased safety, some statistics from the minor league saying there was reduced injury, increasing the base pads go from 15 inches to 18 inches in width. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it beats out, you know, play it, a play at the plate or play at the bag. If, you know, those three inches extra, you know, do those three inches matter? Kind of, but I think the, the biggest thing, the shift, which they've been talking about at Dodging for the past couple of seasons, people aren't going to like that regardless because there's enough analytics to know where players are going to hit. I think the skill is beating the shift and, you know, being able to hit the ball at every part of the field. That's what a batter should do. But, you know, again, batters aren't skilled anymore these days. It's either power or, you know, all or nothing. But for me, for me, the thing that I think is going to kill the game is the pitch timer because people like those intense stare down, not the ones that, you know, 30, 45 seconds between pitches. That's ridiculous. I I do think there needed to be, you know, quote, unquote, more action. But, it's baseball. There's not a whole lot of action to begin with. It's you have the pitch, then you have you know contact, yay, swing and a miss or foul ball. Like there's there's not much room for action anyways. So just because the gate like you're increasing the time in between pitches, that doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be more action. It's not like basketball where if you you know, if you don't have a shot clock versus you have a shot clock, it's like, hey, something's going to happen. Instead, we're just going to dribble out and we're going to have a high school basketball game that finishes four to two, like it did in Oklahoma. Like, there's going to be action regardless just from the sheer nature of the game. Now, the less waiting, I can kind of see that, but most people that are coming to a baseball game expect to be expect there to be lulls because you're going to have a lot of time where there's not – you know, runners on base. There's going to be a lot of one, two, three innings. I would rather have, like, would you rather have a one, two, three inning? Say you get two strikeouts. One is, you know, you know, one ball, you know, one and two and strike out on a, you know, two seamer. And then the second one battles a little bit, but strikes out those eight pitches. And then, Someone grounds out on the fourth on the fourth pitch in the third at bat. Like I don't want that taking less than five minutes. Like, or even less, yeah, less than five minutes for all of that happened in a half of an inning. Like, I, I like the back and forth. It, it, it almost seems like in the rushing to get the more action. And some players, like some major league pitchers, have expressed this. Like, there's no strategy. So like they're having some of these players change their whole delivery, change their whole pre-pitch sequence to kind of 
you know, shaking out the pitches. It's almost like as soon as you get the ball, you need to know what you're going to pitch so that you can do your whole routine. Like, like I, I understand the young people want more action because we're in an era where kids kind of want this now, now, now mentality. But is, is that is that a better product to watch? Whether, or particularly in person, if you're watching on TV, we know media, they want their marketing, they want their dollars, they want quick programming, but we don't have time for a four-hour game or a three-hour game. But... Well, but but the thing is, David, you, you have to kind of somewhat adjust with the times, and let's just under, let's understand this. The, the the intention span is short. We live in a social media age. It's in instant. It's instant. It's instant. It's instant. And the game of baseball is slow. So you, you got to understand too, David. It, it's a business, and if you're putting a product out there and people are not liking the product and they're not going to come up and show out or watch. You start to lose money, you know, especially with the baseball contract. People don't want to watch baseball at home or they don't want to come to the games. So you got to find something that keeps their attention span. I mean, people like football. People like the fast pace of basketball. Uh, hockey, eh, somewhat. Now, it's kind of interesting that they want the, the, the fast and the pace of baseball, but a lot of people love soccer, which to me, you know, I'm an older guy, but to me, soccer is boring. You know, it's a low-scoring game. They go up and down the field. It's not enough scoring for me. Baseball, because I guess the generation I grew up in, you know, as you said before, I accept that the way the game baseball is played, and I like the little nuances of the game. There's always a game within the game. But at the same time, though, you got to move ahead with the times, just like basketball. You know, 90s basketball was rugged, beat you up, bust the cutter, low-scoring games. Fans don't like that. What did the NBA do? They had to change the rules up a lot. Now you can't be as physical anymore. You can't handshake. You can't really do anything. You know, you've got to play defense with your feet along with players basically manipulating the rules and their skill sets out this world now. You're getting outrageous scores. You know, like the Clippers game the other night where, you know, 185 to 183 or whatever that score may be, you know, video game numbers. But that's what get the fans in the seats. That's what they want. They don't run that rugged Miami Heat, New York Knicks basketball from the late '90s. They just don't. Now you know in the early in the '80s, you know they had Showtime and the Lakers, and they're getting up and down the court. So you know that's what the leagues are looking at, and Major League Baseball is looking for a way to fasten the pace. You got to understand too, David. And we talk about this on the sports show. You're going to have the diehards. You're going to get 20% diehards, 20% just aren't going to like the game, and then you got that 60% casual fan. That's where you're going to make your money. Obviously, you love the game of baseball, so no matter what they do with baseball, you're going to watch it and embrace it no matter what. They know that. Then they know the people that don't can't stand the game of baseball, they're not going to. But that 60% is how many of that 60% we can get to watch the game, and that's what it's come down to. It's come down to all sports like that. It's come down to that with basketball. How can we get the casual fan to watch these games? I mean, think about it. Nowadays, it's not about the game anymore at sporting events. When you go to a live sporting event, there's so much other stuff to do just to get people to, to attract people to the games nowadays. When I was growing up, it was about the game. 
you were ready to go watch the game. Nowadays, it's so much stuff going on. There's sports betting going on. There's these bars. They make it into an entertainment thing. They got singers at halftime. I mean, you know, I'm old enough to remember where, you know, there was a lot of NBA teams. You know, the Lakers were the only team that had cheerleaders. You know, the Laker girls. Everybody, well, what the heck? Or the Boston Celtics only played, you know, that organ music. Now it's basically a concert. The game, you know, nobody's worried about the game unless you're watching it on television. If you literally, like I said, I went to a Pistons game. It's a lot of things going on that just keep you engaged. You know, and me, I'm there watching the game because you know I'm into basketball. I'm a diehard, so I'm in there watching. And you know, it was LeBron and the Lakers. I'm seeing. I'm looking at stuff like sets and plays and stuff like that, but. I could look over and see a casual fan. They're not paying attention to that. They're looking at, you know, their, their, their sports betting app. They're looking at numbers. They're in there trying to have a good time. They're up there at the 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 the, the cash bar or, you know, the, the little suite we were sitting in. You got, you know, a little bit of free food. And they're up there. They're making this into an event. So that's the same thing with baseball, what they're trying to do. They're trying to suck in that casual fan. And if the game is boring and there's nothing to do, yeah, well, nobody really wants to watch. But then again, though, it's kind of weird because minor league baseball, nobody really goes. If you ever go to a Mud Hens game, nobody really goes for the game. Yeah, it's all the ex- the extra stuff. Because they're minor leaguers yeah. and they're not the big stars. It's weird. I, I know you can see a future star. If somebody gets called down, though, people will go and see that person. You know, if a, if a big star gets called down, on, no matter if it's the Mud Hens or an opposite team, people go. But a lot of times... You're just going there for a company event, and you're just sitting there watching the ball game. You could care less who wins or loses. But for some reason at Major League Baseball, it's just like people are like, this is boring. And I don't get it. I mean, I like some of the nuances, you know, between the pitcher and the batter. But at some point, they're going to have to figure out, you know, and I don't mind the pitch clock. I, I do think, like I said, for the casual fan that doesn't understand baseball, you kind of have to speed it up a little bit because they're not understanding the gamesmanship between a pitcher and a batter, and they don't care. And Major League Baseball knows that, and they know that to keep their intention span, we need to put in this pitch clock so at least you can get in the box and we can get some action. And we live in a world nowadays where if you want time, go buy the magazine. People's time is very limited. Who wants to be at the ballpark for three hours? Two hours is is enough because that's what the norm is for hockey, uh, basketball, and football. So if they can shave off some time and keep the game between two to two and a half hours, it's kind of a win-win for baseball and the casual fan. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think kind of for, for me, thinking about those kind of with the attention span, first of all, how many kids are actually going, like you said, going to the games strictly for the for the game versus they're going there to hang out with their friends. Again, me being here in Syracuse, minor league baseball, like kids, mostly college kids are showing up for the craft beer nights. They're showing up for the dollar dog nights because it's a dollar for hot dogs and a dollar for, you know, crappy Miller light. And they're showing up for pets at the park and fireworks. Like they're showing up for. Why they got to be crappy Miller light? I mean, 
I mean, granted, I drink single malt Scotch whiskey. You know, I'm mature. I'm grown. Right, like, but but yeah. it, 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 you could have said it's Miller not, Miller Light's not a bad beer, and I I can understand if it was maybe Natty Light. You know, you basically it, it, that's that's as clo- that that's way. the close enough close enough to Aquafina that you can get as far as beers are concerned. But it, you don't have to say Miller Light. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean. It, it's a light beer, you know. Not everybody wants to drink Miller or 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 straight Budweiser because, woo! I mean, you know, you are gonna have those bubble guts right after the game with that Bud, that straight Budweiser really gets to you, man. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like that. Um, that team in I think it's South Carolina, the Bananas or yeah, whatever. The Banana Bananas, like they're all publicity, like they're for the fun of the game. Now, obviously, so like I think that's single A, right? Single A or double yeah. A, yeah. So that, that that, but but that's where Major League Baseball is trying to kind of be kind of, trying to go headed to, is that you need butts in the seats and you're paying all these players. Obviously, you're getting money from the 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 TV deals, but you also need people to be in the seats. And what are you going to do? You're going to have to get that casual fan. I already know that I'm going to get David the Man of God Harris in the seats for baseball because he he eats, breathes, sleeps, loves baseball, but. There's only so many of you, David, and I can't see empty seats. So I got to get people in the seats. How can I get some of David's friends of a friend to stick around? Then you have the dollar beer nights. You have the craft beers. Like, yeah, you have all the marketing stuff. I don't think that's but that can only go so far. Yeah. I mean, what's his face? Uh, the owner of the White Sox. He's, he's a passed on. I think Vic is his name. He he, he did a lot of that with disco nights and stuff like that. But at the at the end of the day, though, you, you can do all that. But there's so much that you can do where you got to get back to the game and, and, and watch the game. So, um, yeah, I, I think if, if if they can speed it up just a little bit, that's not a bad idea. I don't know what the point of widening the bases does. Um, I do know what in extra innings they're going to go back to putting a player on second. Second, which is, yeah, just. It's like I understand because they want the games to end sooner because yeah. I think that again, I think that's a stupid rule. That's killing the fear of the game. Yeah, I I I do. I will, I will agree on you on that one. That 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 is a dumb a dumb rule to me. Uh, they shouldn't be doing that. But I could think the pitch clock would be pretty good. I mean, heck, if if that's the case, why make why not make the ball bigger so you can smack it out the park or. Do you know back in the day when they had those big plastic bats? You know the the round of the bat is fatter, so you can smack the ball. You know I call them bam bam bats because you know now obviously I'm showing my age. When the Flintstones, they had a character called Bam Bam, the little little boy. I think it was Barney Rubble's son. He had a stick yep. and he was like bam bam, and he had that big stick. You know, I mean if that's the case, then you know start doing those gimmicks then. But other than that. I don't mind the pitch clock, but like I said, some of the other rules you mentioned, they are kind of head scratchers. Like, what does that contribute to the game? Yeah, and I think kind of like trying to get that 60% of casual viewers, like how many of them are actually closer to the 20% that don't care about baseball versus closer to the 20% that actually could become diehards? Like they're in the middle. Like, so you're trying to figure out, Kind that's, of that's where the, they are in terms of do they actually love the game? No, that's the do point. They, yeah, that's the point. But, is that you get that sixty percent casual? You're on that spectrum. Out of that sixty percent, if I can get forty percent or forty five percent to come to the love the game of ba- baseball, it's great. 
obviously you don't want to get them to the pessimistic side. You want them to get the other side. So you, you find a way to, to do that. But I think also baseball has to get, be careful. Don't get too gimmicky because then it, it, it's stupid. It becomes triple A Savannah bananas. Well, I don't know about that. I, my, my example would be like the all-star games. You know, at this point now, I, I think baseball, the only thing that's great for baseball is their all-star game is actually still great. All the other leagues' all-star games are awful. But yeah. they, they they tried to get the fans into it, and they started making it so gimmicky to the point where it's like nobody really wants to watch this. And then and plus the, some of the players not caring either is a problem. But I will say this, at least baseball has, they can hang their hat on that their all-star games people actually watch. Yeah, and even for a while when it used to, you know, also game used to dictate two and have home field advantage of the World no, Series. No, that was dumb. Like that was dumb. I I yeah, I, I, mean, like I, don't, I don't like that. I think that the teams that they play on, you know, because most of the guys on the team don't give a rat's behind about home field advantage if their teams aren't competing in the playoffs. If I'm somebody that's competing in the playoffs and some stupid silly exhibition game decides whether or not we get home field advantage or not, I'm gonna be like, screw that. I we worked all year, especially a baseball, which is a long season, 162 games, and you and and the home field advantage is predicated on this exhibition game. Nah, sorry, uh-uh, uh-uh. I just think that you need just need to shut up and have pride, just like all the old timers were all these sports that you've been named the best of the best and go out there and compete. You know, like I said, you you compare all-star games from this year to 30 years ago when it was in Utah, totally different game. Those guys were out there competing in the whole game. It wasn't like how it's been recently where uh, we screw around for three and a half quarters in the fourth quarter. We, we start to yeah, compete. We want to play defense. Right, and it's already exactly. 150 to 148. Exactly. Back then, you know, we're going out at each other. Now, I will say this. What what I think has diminished some of baseball's all-star game is interleague play because now you can see these players go against each other. But you remember back in the day before interleague play, between the two leagues, you never played against each other. So that was like, oh, so-and-so, you know, he's best in the National League going against the top AL person. I got to come and see this. It was must-see TV because they never played against each other. And, you know, then there was bragging rights. Oh, our league is better. Your league is trash, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it really was great theater to watch back in the day. But I think interleague play has kind of diminished a little bit of that. But they've been able to take that hit. But the the side home field advantage for the World Series in an all-star game, I've always thought that was another dumb idea by Bud Selig. That was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully kind of – Kind of the, the new ideas kind of don't become some of those dumb ideas that people look back in a couple of years and be like, yeah, that was that was dumb, kind of appeasing to people that kind of were just taking a fan's survey just to take it back. Sure, you're never going to be actually going to a major league baseball ballpark. Like you're probably are in double A AA or triple A where they see the pitch clock and it's like, oh, this is cool. Kind of the the three or four times a year that I go see it a baseball game because someone bought me a ticket and it's craft beer festival night and I can get it in the game for a discounted rate. I can drink as much as I want. (laughs) You're really, you know, kind of down in the craft beer, you know? (laughs) Well, no, I mean, just being, well, both, well, living in, you know, obviously Toledo with the Mod Hens, 
you know, being in Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, and then not being here in Syracuse, and all my I mean, people cities. can joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people can joke. You know, being, me being from Pittsburgh, essentially, you know, growing up in a minor league city, but that's a whole nother, you know. But like, yeah, you like got that, a minor league that, owner that's trying to pay on a, a minor league payroll, which, I, like yeah. you said, that's a totally different conversation with Pittsburgh. But, but yeah. obviously, you were born early 90s i'm old enough to remember when barry bonds was actually on the pittsburgh pirates in the in, in for, and for a streak there before he left to go to san francisco pittsburgh was probably one of the top nl teams in the league and very feared um but obviously those those times are 30 years ago um here and there they've had okay teams but i i do feel sorry for the pittsburgh fans of the stuff that they have to deal with with with, with the pirates but at the same time though let's face it, they're still major league baseball players. Yeah. And I think, and yeah, yeah, they're major league baseball players. Granted, a lot of people want nutting out. I mean, that's, they say that every time any kind of transaction happens, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to say it now. Sid Bream knows he was out. We should have beat Atlanta in the 92 NLCS. I'm just, yeah. What happened in ninety one um, too? And didn't you play? I think you played them in ninety one too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Sid Bream made it. I, I, I double checked this. Sid Bream made it. I mean, he was slow as all get up, but at the same time, though, uh, Pittsburgh had their chances to win that series, and they just, they just, they, they just, they just fell apart. We got screwed over by the ref, and because Sid Bream was out, he knows it. But, 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 but once again, like I said, yeah, before, before that what? happened, the, the really Pittsburgh, I, I, if I do remember correctly, wasn't Pittsburgh up 3 2 yeah, in that in series that period, yeah. and they lost in game six? So, yeah. And then, yeah, it shouldn't have gone to a game seven. Right, exactly. And it shouldn't have been, you know, so once again, we're here, once again, blaming the umpires and refs when you really on the field of play, you should have got your business done anyway. But like I said, I, I to me, I think I like the pitch clock, the bases, widening the bases. I think it's kind of stupid. Starting a guy on second in extra innings, nah, don't like that either. Um, I do think, aren't they saying something like, is it one of the rules in extra innings? Is it 1-1, one, one, the, the count, or is it regular count, 0-0? Zero, zero? Um, let me confirm that. Right. So I know that they uh, were they were they were kind of like because now some of the rules are almost like wreck softball rules <laughs> where you're already coming up to the plate and you already got a, a, a count already it's one one yeah it's just kind of and you got to be careful uh, you know we don't you know I don't know if you remember back in the early nineties maybe you may not it's MTV's Rock and Jot Sports where they did a charity baseball and a charity basketball. And it was cool to watch on MTV, but it was, you know, it was some pretty, it was a bunch of celebrities along with professional athletes, but they would do, you know, crazy things like a 10 point shot or raise the rim, or they would bring a net down that was 20, uh, feet above the floor and if you hit that basket you got so many points and you know you don't want to get I, I do understand what you're saying don't get to the point where the game gets too gimmicky because you're trying to change it for the casual fan you need to still keep you know some sanctity of the game together you know for it instead of making it into something because then after a while it gets away from being the game to you know some casual event yeah, 
And, and that's kind of one of the things kind of thinking about kind of this season is kind of being a litmus test of kind of what is the game of baseball going to look like with all these new changes? Is it going to be something that, you know, I hate to say, you know, the old timers can recognize as still like still looks like baseball to us, or is it going to be this new evolution that's appealing to kind of the, the cash, you know, the 60 in that spectrum but, but what does it really matter? Because those fans are going to be dying out pretty soon. I mean, I hate to be blunt about it. Not to mention, uh, think about it, David. Did you think people complain when they changed stuff from the dead ball era? Think about it. What if the dead ball era was still here? How many people would actually be watching baseball? How many people would watch baseball? I mean, if you really think about it, there are people that go out there and play with, from, with the rules from the 1800s. That's a really boring game. Well, you're not playing with the mitt. I mean, so eventually you got to understand, David, sports have to evolve. And I understand people no, want to be in tra- 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 tradition, but think about it. How is this any different than when they started making changes from the original rules of the late 1800s? The dead no, ball I, I era. Agree. It needs to evolve. I'm just kind of kind of thinking, is the, is the pitch clock going to be one of those evolutions that works? in the long term is my kind of thing. Like, I agree it needs to change because, like you said, viewership is down. People aren't going to Major League Baseball games more even, you know, much less Minor League Baseball. And Minor League Baseball is a lot cheaper and a lot more, you know, easier to get to unless you're close to a Major League Baseball, um, Major League Baseball park. So they they have to do something to get revenue to, yeah, you have all these stadiums, but it's, Unless your team is really good, you know, no one's caring about your sport by the time we get to May, June. So yeah, you gotta gotta switch that up, gotta change that, gotta make it interesting. I'm just gonna be curious about the pitch clock and how pitchers, um, how pitchers deal with it, how managers deal with it, how batters deal with it, and just kind of what those early what the first month of the season is going to say if we can kind of get like a, what have we learned about this pitch clock? Yeah, there's, there's going to be a, a lot of stuff to, to actually learn about that. And, and like I said, you know, people were talking about the dead ball era where basically it was from 1900 to 1919, you know, and on average, most people, only hit 29 home runs. Everybody loves the long ball. Batting drive averages dropped, and it was only an average of 3.4 runs per game. And then obviously, you know, pitchers were scuffing the ball and everything like that. Even back then, people were looking to, for entertainment. Well, I mean, it was 1919. Mm-hmm. NFL wasn't around. What? I mean, James Naismith was still trying to, you know, write the rules for basketball. I mean, it was either baseball or hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I said, you know, players and fans, they, you know, they complain about the low-scoring games and league officials sought to remedy the situation, you know, which, you know, they ended up having a cork-centered ball, you know. So, I, I like I said, it, this is just basically an evolution of the game. 
and, and hopefully it works out for the best for them. I know you probably don't because you're 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 diehard, but you know, unfortunately, sometimes things just have to change. I mean, I, I want it to work out too. I just like I I hate to be I hate to sound like an old geezer. I just want to make sure that they don't ruin the integrity of the game. Mm-hmm. If they can do that, I'm I'm here for everything other than the runner on second base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, so then that's when they got rid of the scuff ball and the spit ball. Like I said, um, things like players shooting more threes. When I was growing up, no, nah, you didn't. You didn't. Some of the shots that Steph Curry shoots nowadays would have got you benched. Or you know, me and my dad was talking about back in the day. Coaches emphasized you had to pass the ball five times before you took a shot. Well, you know, you never understood that. Well, why would you pass it five times? What if after two passes, I got an open shot and I can take it? Can I take the shot? Some coaches would be like, no. Pass it five times so people would pass the ball five times. What if I got a layup after one pass or two passes? Or what if I get the ball ahead and we get in transition? Well, and then that was considered park ball. But now, obviously, if, if you tell a team now, pass the ball five times without an explanation before they you shoot. They're going to look at you stupid. They, yeah, they're going to really look at you stupid. So, I mean, like I said, as the years go on, there's just an evolution evolution of the game, and I think that's what's going on here. I know you're not going to probably like it, but it, 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 I've shown you, and, I'm, and that's why I brought up these points of the dead ball era, that especially with the game of baseball being around has been, that eventually you're going to have to make changes to keep up with the times. Yeah, it's- it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting season for sure. Oh yeah. Well, so most of the time, say. most people aren't gonna pay attention until late August anyway, or they'll they'll pay attention um, May. Usually April's sloppy, you get the snow coming in there and everything like that. But um, eventually, around May to June, people will pay attention a little bit, and then after that, once July hits, you know, they, you know, they do the Fourth of July stuff. Yeah, you know, usually after the Fourth of July, people stop paying attention to baseball because Fourth of July and Baseball is like American Pie around here, and then late August, early September, you start looking at seeing which playoff races are heating up. I mean, when almost everybody makes the playoffs nowadays, uh, in Major League Baseball. I mean, think about it. Back in the day, in baseball, all you had was an AL West, AL East, NL East, NL West. Now, what is it like four or five divisions now? Yeah, three divisions, and then wild cards because they mm-hmm. just yeah want to make everyone a wild card team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it all goes hand in hand. Coming up next, we're going to talk about rankings. Was it because you 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 brought this to my attention? I thought it was really ridiculous. How young is it to rank kids? This is interesting. I I, I David, I'm glad you brought that. You don't have to show me this article because I, I got I got to get that off my chest. You know, I didn't think I was going to be angry this morning, but I guess I am. Make sure you listen to eight yeah. point. We say, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah, there's always something wild here on eighty-eight point three After further review, if you missed the show, we got it on SoundCloud, iTunes. It's WHUT's After further review with a picture of Frank Bastra and the horse's head. Or we're always on eighty-eight point three WX. UT eh, between 11:30 and 1:30, you know, when we get in right after theme park with Tim and Vicky. 
uh, they are the resident knuckleheads, they like to tell us. And I think, David, you did, did you just text me, David? Yeah, I'll send you that link right now so that you can get fired up over the commercial break. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just come right back and, and, and see what kind of nonsense and silliness I want to see here and, and my response to it. Anyway, take a quick commercial break. We've got more here on 88.3 HTs after further review. We'll be back to this.